Do you know we're living in the latter years? You know, people say, oh, I wish we could only live in Bible times. Hey, you are living in Bible times. We're probably going to get to see this Psalm 83 war. It may be right now. Or the Ezekiel 38, 39 war. This could be that. You will know who the players are when it comes to pass. We'll know it. You live in Bible times. Woo-hoo. Isn't this exciting? Yes, you are living in Bible times. I love it. Uh, what you heard right there was a friend of mine, Gary Culp, Pastor Gary Culp, I should say. He's also a fellow podcaster, and he's going to be joining us today on the Cross References podcast. We're going to be talking about what's been happening in our world during 2023 and where we might be heading in this next year, according to the news headlines in the Bible. This will be my last episode for 2023. I'm going to take a few weeks off, and we're going to be back with some power-packed episodes starting January 8th of 2024. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and let's listen together to this conversation on the Cross References Podcast. Welcome to the Cross References Podcast. This is Luke Taylor, and uh, on this program, I just want to take every word of the Bible and make it make more sense to you. And that's what I want to do with every episode. And so I'm really excited for this episode today. It's kind of my end of the year episode as we close down on 2023 and seen a lot of things happen this year. It's been a really big year if you're someone who gets into Bible prophecy, if you're someone who or just likes watching the news, period. A lot of stuff happening this year. Um, But I think we can definitely see where things could be going in regards to what the Bible says about the end of days. And so I wanted to talk about that as we close down on on the Cross References podcast for 2023. We'll be back next year. But as we close down on this year and look ahead, I I just wanted to have a conversation with a a good friend of mine, a pastor here in the local area where I live. His name is Pastor Gary Culp, and he's been doing radio broadcasting and uh, been a pastor for many, many years, has a church in Joplin, Missouri called Bethel Worship Center. Is that the is that the yes, name of it? Bethel Worship Center. Yes. All right, and so uh, I've invited him just to join me today and just chat about some of the things that are going on. So, hey, Pastor Gary, thanks for joining me on 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 my program. You're very welcome. I'm excited to talk about end times. Yeah, the, I, you would have a radio um, show called Exceedingly Abundant Ministries, which is also available as a podcast if people want to look that up. Um, but I listen to to most of the episodes on there, and and one thing that you're very invested in talking about is Bible prophecy. And Absolutely. So, what, and what, you've been talking about that quite a bit lately. Why is that? Well, because Jesus is coming very soon, and all the signs uh, in the Bible about end times are lining up. In fact, a lot of prophecy scholars say we're experiencing convergence. All the signs are coming together all at once, and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like we kind of saw this, some things heading this direction really for the past decade. I know 2015 was a big year. We saw a lot of signs, and then things kind of seemed to slow down and uh, got a little more peaceful there for a while. But man, ever since COVID and, and really the past few years, I mean, things have been ramping up. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, one thing we've been keeping an eye on is some stuff going on with um, the World Economic Forum and uh, some of the some of the movers and shakers over there in Europe who seem to be. What, what do you think that they're setting up for over there? Well, they they literally just they're, they're not afraid to say we want a one world government. Uh, again, one of their tenets is 
uh, by 2030, you will own nothing and be happy. Mm-hmm. So up front, they're saying, we're going to steal everything you got. You're going to rent from us and we're taking over the world. So again, that's the Antichrist agenda. So they're the springboard for the end time one world government. Yeah. I mean, we we don't know when all this stuff will happen, but if it were to happen today, but we could see how they, they could use this um, uh, this WEF to create a one world government. It's kind of like all the pieces are there in place and they could just make it go and put the Antichrist in power. That's absolutely true. In fact, this uh, Klaus Schwab, uh, one of his favorite students is Joe Biden. Right. And he uh, that just kind of gives you an idea why the things are happening today. For See, for the one world government to happen, the United States has to be decimated and destroyed. Mm-hmm. And that's what Joe Biden is doing through the great debt and opening our borders mm-hmm. is to literally to bring destruction to America. Yeah, because America being such a free country, so independent, the people here have the Second Amendment. We're very independently minded. That would be a real threat to what perhaps the Antichrist would want to do if he were to come into power today. That's right. And and there has to be the destruction of our Constitution and our rights, which, again, you recognize over the last couple of years are being challenged. Mm -hmm. And again, by the government people, they're not going by the Constitution. So, Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) uh-oh, that's a problem. (laughs) Well, you mentioned President Biden back there. And yes, he. uh, it's it's very strange how someone of his age— and just has an obvious loss in his <laughs> mental faculties. Um, and yet he's able to run a presidential campaign and become elected president. A lot of suspicious stuff involved with that. Uh, do, do you think that there was really just kind of a conspiracy because of his involvement with the WEF that they really wanted to get him in power so that they could could use him to do all this stuff they're wanting to do? Well, yes. And I mean, and again, you know, even while Donald Trump, our economy was great, everything was going wonderful. But see, that can happen and have a one world government. So even his entire four years, they were undermining him. We, you know, I'd really always heard about the deep state. I didn't know how real it is. Well, now I know Mm -hmm. it is real and they are on the one world agenda. So they are doing everything to see our nation fall apart. Yeah, there, there's absolutely a, a an agenda out there to, and I think it's in both parties of our government. You know, there's there's this bad people. And, That's sad. But even re, there are Republicans who are a part of the uh, WEF. You mm-hmm. can look online. The, when I found that out, I was very saddened. Yeah, I thought, oh, you know, hopefully all in the right were good guys, but no, they're not all good either. <laughs> yeah, well, and I guess it kind of goes goes to show as Christians, I mean, our allegiance is to God. Yes, yeah, yeah that's the Lord's getting that strained out. We're we're not tied to a party; we're tied to Him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right, definitely. So we see things going on in our world, um, and and maybe just at we of course we can't do anything about what's happening in Europe. We we don't always get to determine just here in Southwest Missouri how things are going to go on a global scale. But what do you think Christians need to be thinking about as, as they head into 2024? What, what do you think could be ahead for them and for their personal lives that they need to be ready for? Well, I've been listening to a lot of prophecy uh, people and even people that are really, in a sense, kind of over me in the ministry. And they have some very grave warnings. Uh, we know for sure over 7 million illegal aliens have come through. And through the prophet Chris Reed, he said there are 12 sleeper cells in America. Uh, we're praying against it, and I, and I hope we enough of us are praying that that will be stopped. But if not, we will have terrorism in America, and that, no telling what that will open the door for. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, it, it's just literally, uh, we're spending 
billions of money we don't even have. I mean, who in their right mind would do that? But again, if you want to take a country out, these are the things you do. Also, I've heard they're, they're planning attacks against our water table. Uh, you know, the, we're, we're praying against the EMPs. We're praying uh, uh, against our electricity. You know, they're worrying about having shortages this winter even. Mm-hmm. And, and again, but it's a setup. We have all the fossil fuels we need. Mm-hmm. We should have that Keystone Pipeline. Right. We should be walking in abundance. But that's not part of the EWF. We mm-hmm. have to fail. So you you take the lie of climate change. Mm-hmm. That's a lie from the – you know who determines the weather? God does. Right. Now, <laughs> and sometimes Satan gets involved in it too. Don't get me wrong. But if you want good weather, go to God. Mm-hmm. Well, as it says in I think Ecclesiastes, but you know, seed time and harvest and all that's not going to cease as that's long right. as that's God's right. running things. And yeah, I, I, I would say that to Christians. If there's any Christians out there who are concerned about climate change – um, you got to put your faith in what God's word says that he's got that under control. Absolutely. Um, but as you mentioned about the pipeline, one of the first things president Biden did, he got into office, he shut that down. And when we look at what's happening with the open borders and all that, um, d- it makes you wonder, is he making the decisions or is he just doing what he's told? Cause it's, it seems like he has an agenda, but yet he seems like he's not totally aware of what's going on even in his own country. Well, uh, a lot of people say, and I agree that this is actually Barack Obama's third term. Mm. I believe he's actually one the one dictating as mm-hmm. well as the deep state. And Joe Biden just gets his ice cream at the end of the day, and they he does what they tell him to do. Right. So, so no, I don't think you know when it really comes by who's really making all these decisions. Uh, it's not him at all. Mm-hmm. It's those in the deep state. It's it's Barack Obama. It's others who have been planted into our government. And, you know, many of them are communists and socialists. Mm-hmm. So that just kind of shows you why we're right. doing. And, you know, the, one of the first things he did that that is the complete abomination with God is the transgender mm-hmm. uh, agenda. Right. You know, if there's anything that makes me angry mm-hmm. is you just say, God, you made a mistake in making that a, one person a boy mm-hmm. or a girl. No, God made them a boy. God made them a girl. And when you call God a liar and come against and bring sexual perversion to little children, you're going to receive judgment. So this nation, as far as national judgments, we are under great judgment of God because of what Joe Biden has done, because he has blasphemed God in the most ultimate sense, calling God's creation wrong, and you can be something else but a boy or girl. Right. Not true. Right. <laughs> Earlier this year, um, on on my podcast here, I did five episodes about the transgenderism agenda, looked at the whole history of the whole thing, where it all came from, but also just trying to highlight that there's there's a really demonic flavor to it, too. And not just as in typical, you know, any sin is against, you know, any anytime you're sinning against God, it's evil. But there's something particularly, I think, demonic about the transgender agenda. Well, again, God says I made male and female. So you're taking God off the throne, saying he's a liar. He made a mistake. Mm-hmm. This isn't really true. And again, notice this is only happening in the last few years. For how many thousands of years have we known man and woman? Mm-hmm. Man marries woman. Woman gets married to man. And that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's supposed to be. Well, Again, in the last days, false prophets, uh, Satan is making his last bid mm-hmm. <laughs> to steal as many souls as possible. Mm-hmm. So he is he is uh, trying to get everything in the United States turned upside down. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, so th- we I think we see just an explosion of demonic activity, and and I guess that maybe goes here with with the last days. The devil's trying to do all he can. Um, but uh, another thing that's also happened here lately is what's going on with Israel. And uh, you know, we're recording this here at the start of December. Uh, I know this might not air for a few weeks on when I put it up, but so we don't know what exactly is going to be going on by then. But what what do you think of all that's going on right now in the Middle East? Well, I agree with uh, prophecy scholars such as Bill Salas that this what's going on right now could either be maybe the Psalm 83 war, which means all the nations immediately around Israel come against them. And again, mm-hmm. but Israel wins, or and it could be leading up to Ezekiel 38, 39, which I just preached on, which when Russia, Turkey, Iran, Sudan, Ethiopia come against Israel and God whips them. Mm-hmm. And all the world sees that God whips them. And that is going to be awesome. If we're still here, what a day for evangelism yeah. when God supernaturally rescues uh, 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 Israel from six big nations and kills five-sixths of their army. Mm-hmm. That means of the bad guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we could we could see that happening. We could see that breaking out pretty soon. I, I've been doing a, um, on, on my podcast here, uh, one of the things I've been doing for the past couple of years is just a verse-by-verse study of the book of Ezekiel. Oh. That is a long book. It is. Where I, I started it in October of 2000. 21 and I'm on chapter about 26 or 27 now. So I've been taking my time with it, but um, I don't know if I'm going to get to Ezekiel 38 and 39 by the time that that (laughs) conflict happens, it might happen before I get, so I might be talking about it as a, as history more than a future prophecy when it gets to that point. But uh, what's, what's the significance of that conflict? I mean, would that be a pretty good signpost that if we were to see that break out or just about to break out that we were in the last days? Well, absolutely. Now, again, it says when God whips five sixths of, of, of the, the, those six nations' armies, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be burying the weapons for seven years. Right. Well, the tribulation's seven years. Mm-hmm. So I think it seems that it will probably happen just before we get out of here, which I believe is in the rapture. Yeah. So we may get to see it, but that just shows us it's winding down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm going to be able to get caught up in the rapture and not have to die. That's what I'm voting for anyway. Well, that's, that's plan A, right? The, <laughs> that's the rapture. plan A. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I'm kind of one of those, I, I believe in the rapture, and I, I hope it's soon. I kind of wonder, you know, we what if we are here for a few more years and just kind of see this trajectory, you know, things are going downhill at the rate that they're going. If it's still a few years away, um, maybe just as we wrap up here, what what is it that you would want Christians to know and be ready for in in the last of the last days? Well, Christians, I mean, the thing is, make sure you're right with God. Make sure you're fulfilling His purpose and plan and destiny for your life. Mm-hmm. Lord, what is your vision for my life? And follow that. Serve the Lord. Also, because of the terrorist threats and activities, be prepared, have food and water for at least six months and things like that. Have a have a, a exit plan for your family if tragedies happen in America. Yes, I'm concerned there are going to be some some possibly great tragedies in America that's going to affect us in a very, like an EMP. Mm-hmm. You know, what would I need to have if there's an EMP and things like that? So I th- really think that's a genuine concern. But if you're right with God, God always takes care of his people. Mm-hmm. God has a plan. He will protect us. He's going. He always has, just like he's protecting the Jewish people. So if we'll just stick with him, he'll show us. He'll give us, hear his voice, spend time with God. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a verse here that made me think of something from a Second Peter. Um, it's talking about if God did not spare the angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell and committed them to change the gloomy darkness to be kept until the judgment. And it says, if he did not spare the ancient world, but preserved Noah, a herald of righteousness with seven others, when he brought a flood upon the world of the ungodly. And if by turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to ashes, he condemned them to extinction, making them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly. And if he rescued righteous Lot, greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked, for as that righteous man lived among them day after day, he was tormenting his righteous soul over their lawless deeds that he saw and heard. It says, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. So I, I take a lot of comfort in those words that it's, it's talking there about all these different ways that God brought judgment, but he'd always bring the righteous out of it. He had always, you know, he brought Noah out. He'd brought Lot, he'd bring Lot out. So God has a plan to bring us through the waters of judgment that could come across this earth, metaphorical waters, of course, but you know, when his judgment falls, he can take care of us. And um, so I take a lot of comfort in those words. And I think when it comes to the, the tribulation period, the rapture is his way of, of taking us out of harm's way. I agree. I agree. But again, like you said, we, there still may be some things we may have to go through mm -hmm. until that thing happens. So we need to be prepared. You know, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Through prayer and the word of God, you need to get along with God, hear his voice, and he'll, he'll guide us through this and we'll be okay until he takes us out of here. Yeah, um, I, th I think we as Christians also need to be prepared for how our faith could be tested in these days. We might have to deal with persecutions. I hope not, but we might have to deal with some persecutions even here in America that we've never had to face before um, if, if, if the Lord leaves us here a few more years. Well, you know, I just we just showed at the church the movie by Dinesh D'Souza, Police State. It's already happening, Luke. Mm -hmm. The FBI is coming and arresting uh, school moms for showing up at school boards. That's true. People who make stands, well, we're having our voice canceled. So, you know, in a small scale, it's starting to happen right now. So, yes, we will be persecuted. Uh, Second th uh, Timothy. Th 312, yea, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So as far as uh, the mainstream media and those in, in charge, they mm -hmm. will be persecuting us mm. uh, unless a great revival breaks out. And I pray that would happen. But right. I I just don't know that that's going to happen. <laughs> right. As, as we look where things are going. So, yes. um, hey, uh, to all of our listeners out there, I'm so glad you tuned in today and got to hear from Pastor Gary. So, Pastor Gary, how long have you been a pastor up in the Joplin area? Well, I've been in the Joplin area probably 20 years. I've been in the ministry uh, come last September 45 years. Mm. I can't believe I'm that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I've been around a little while. But yeah, I've yep. been in the ministry 45 years, seen a lot of things happen. But mm -hmm. again, these are exciting days. I mm -hmm. mean, again, everything's coming together. Mm -hmm. Just like with AI, the mark of the beast could happen tomorrow mm -hmm. as far as the technology for it. No, yep. I mean, it's. I believe it's still not till the middle of tribulation, but we have AI and they're already wanting to put chips. And it's like, this is a better stop. But I mean, it just, I mean, we're at a place where yeah. it could all happen. It could I mean, all be it's there. just reality. Yeah. No, we're there. <laughs> we're definitely there. Hey, who are some of the Bible teachers that you like to listen to? Well, uh, you know, uh, of course, I like Hal Lindsey and Jack Van Ampey before he went on. But now I've like gotten people like uh, Billy Crone, Bill Salas. 
uh, Gary Sternman. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of good people that have a lot of insight mm-hmm. on end times. I'm kind of becoming familiar with this Chris Reed, who has a, a prophetic voice through Morningstar Ministries. So there's a lot of end time voices out of there that I think are credible that are helping us to prepare for the end times and, mm-hmm. and know here's what's about to happen. So get ready. Yep. Yeah. Uh, someone turned me on to Billy Crone earlier this year and, uh, and I've been listening to a lot of his stuff and, and it's pretty eye opening. He's very in depth. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Oh, he did like a 14 sermon series on Klaus Schwab this year. <laughs> yes. And I listened to all of them. And, and a lot of the stuff he talks about is stuff I've kind of heard from you, too. So I wondered if you would listen yes. to some oh, of Billy I, Yes, I've gone to the Prophecy Conference and heard him every time mm. I've gone. Yep. And he's a wonderful man of God. I mean, he has great insight and end-time activities. Yeah. And another one I've found this year uh, that I've really enjoyed, he's a little overdramatic sometimes, but uh, Jack Hibbs. Uh, I think he's doing a, a good job highlighting a lot of stuff going on right now too. So um, he's got a, he's got a church out in California, uh, and then another great person people can listen to is Exceedingly Abundant Ministries with Pastor Gary Culp, and that's available on uh, KNEO Radio Station's website KNEO.org, But also they can find it wherever they get their podcasts. If you're listening to this one here, you can probably find it Exceedingly Abundant Ministries with Gary Culp, and um, and I appreciate you doing that show. Yes, well, I enjoy doing it. I want everybody to get saved and go to heaven yep. and be ready for Jesus' soon return. Yeah, well, the, you've been doing that for, I think, 13 years now, 14 years, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, the broadcast here, yes. Yes, and so um, you've really kept at it for a long time, and we, we appreciate that. And it, and it, I agree, it's just whatever we can do to get people saved, to get God's Word in their hands, you, you do it through the radio. But with the Internet and podcasting, it goes worldwide. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So we're glad we get the opportunity to do that. It's a blessing to be able to do those things. So, hey, Pastor Gary, thanks for taking a few minutes to talk with me and my listeners, and I hope they'll check out what you do, too. Well, thank you, Luke. I've loved this time together. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Let's do it again sometime. So yeah. this has been Luke Taylor, and that's your Cross References podcast. I hope the Bible makes a little more sense, and I hope some of the headlines you look at in the news, I hope they make a little bit more sense after you listen to this episode. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back next year. Thank you.